All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. You're watching Oilers Nation every day with Heather Remchuk. Your one-stop shop for all things Oilers. A three-game win streak, that would be giant. The Oilers have a giant problem brewing in Bakersfield, and we are live at Sherwood Ford, the giant. Let's get into it with the lead. Welcome in to a little on-location edition of Oilers Nation every day. We took the Sports Closet studio on the road. We are not that far from the Sherwood Park location of the Sports Sports Closet. Very close, a rock throw away. A rock wow. throw away. Uh, are you Bo Jackson? I got a that is a, that is a hose and a half to hit that. Uh, we are live from the very sunny showroom here at Sherwood Ford. The Giant, they got the red uh, red rope out for us around that. The it's, VIP affair. I'm going to pretend it's for us. It's, it's clearly for the Mustang. It's for the very fancy and expensive Mustang behind yeah. us. That is um, a, that's a Cobra, I believe. Dark horse. Ooh, dark Ooh, horse. Wow. It's dark sexy. horse. It is very nice. I like that all or that white and black Bronco we got kind of next to us too. Um, there is a nice hashtag Bronco country. Let's ride. Thank you very much. <laughs> I was saying to Tyler, one day we should just get in a car and just do a show from the car. Hundred percent. Like get the camera on the front. We'll have all yep. our mics of us. We did do we did do one in the back of the nation truck once. We did a podcast. <laughs> I don't think we videoed it. Oh, we kind of no. We did a donair review in the back of the nation uh, truck. Oh, we could probably do that. all days. I miss eating donairs all the time. Yeah. Well, actually, the winner is just up the road, just, wasn't it? Yeah. That one's a stone throws away. That is a rock throwaway. Yeah. Uh, we are live on the Oilers Nation YouTube where the Finning Cat YouTube chat is buzzing here on a game day edition of the show. Tyler Mulek, he got the first comment of the day. He says, weird note out of the morning pressers. Sounds like Knobloch switched up the seating arrangement in the locker room. The D-men are all sitting together now in the locker room. So it's I'm like sure going football style. Yeah, I'm sure that is a storyline we will overreact to over the next couple of weeks as the Oilers begin to win hockey games. Interesting. I wonder, <laughs> that kind of makes sense, though, doesn't it? It makes a total sense. Like, if you, you want your defensemen in the intermissions and practices to be talking about what's going on, you, it's better than wandering around the room. This then they, they yeah. need to support one another. Yeah. They, they need to bail one another out. And, you know, we haven't been like the best defensively. So anything we can do to just eke a little bit better performance, feel these guys, uh, have these guys feeling better so they play better themselves, but also know that the person beside them has got their back. I think, you know, from a 
cultural point of view, I think this is fine. We yeah. shouldn't read into this too much. No, I it just, it's never something that just makes it. sense. And I think we can leave it at that. Well, you know what? Let's, let's mark this day, November 15th. Mm-hmm. This is, this is the day of, uh, we're going to look back to if either it all started working or stopped working. Sure. Did, uh, did you see Bouchard's comments yesterday actually about the difference between Manson and coffee? No. Can you tell me them? Um, he said that Dave Manson wanted him to play more physical and be harder to play against in that aspect of things. Very but, well, Dave Manson style. Yes. And then, does anyone want to guess what Paul Coffey has him <laughs> to do? Maximum points. Yeah, pass the puck a lot. He said he wants him to be more offensive and like, yeah, be more aggressive in that side. Best of the offense game. is a good defense. Yeah. So or best defense is a good offense. This you got to coach to your players' strengths, right? Like mm-hmm. Bouchard, we all know Bouchard isn't good defensively. So like, ask him to be like this strong, robust defenseman. Like, no, like lean into your game. That's fine. It's like Dale Hunter with Alex Ovechkin. Play more defensively. Don't focus on scoring so much. He had his worst season of his career. So, you know, I think that's, you know, I think that's a positive. Um, as we're drinking Kool-Aid about to get into our 10 game meter. This is a positive. Yeah. There, there was a, there was a quote I heard the other day. It was an, it was more for the NFL, but it works for every sport. Don't like, tr- you got to work on your weaknesses, but build on your strengths. Mm-hmm. So Evan, for everything. Yeah. Like it, it works in every aspect. Like Evan, uh, sorry, Eckholm is, Probably going to be better physically, so working him to like work on that side of the game, and then everything else will kind of come with it. But if they're confident in their most productive value that they can bring to the team, then you're probably going to get better results. It just yeah. makes sense, and they'll feel better. It's right now. It's about you know confidence is a little bit thin right now, but it's slowly building, and we got to make it really strong and feel like you know we can go on this amazing run that we need to, so we can finish top three in the division or top three in the playoff bracket. Yeah, yeah. Uh, some roster moves this morning on a game day for the Oilers. They did the paper transaction yesterday with Raphael Lavoie going down, basically saving themselves a day against that 30-day timer for when he would have to go back on waivers to get sent down. Also, there were cap reasons as to why that made sense. But the team announced this morning, Yanmark and Holloway are both going on LTIR, and they have recalled Broberg, Ernie, and Lavoie, which means the Oilers are finally going to have Healthy scratches for a game. <laughs> Crazy stuff. First time all year, I think the Oilers are going to have scratches. They said too that Yamark was retro retroactively put on LTI. Yeah, so, so it dates back to the, the 26th, I believe. Yes. So he might be off by the end of the week. Right? He very well could be yeah. off by the end of the week. Well, you hope so. I'd like to have Yamar back in the lineup. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Puckpedia pointed something out that I found interesting. Prior to using LTIR, the Oilers likely first called up Broberg so that any of his performance bonuses would be included in the LTIR pool. So then they captured long-term injured reserve with $35,000 in cap space. Wow. So they're they're right up against it, but they're making it work. Jack Michaels... Seed. Cap space seed. Yeah. Uh, Jack Michaels pointing out or sending out a tweet today with some lineup notes. Broberg will not play. Adam Ernie is going to draw in alongside Hamblin and Lavoie. So obviously no Dylan Holloway. Ernie gets the spot in the lineup. So the Oilers and this was an interesting one for me to see how Chris Knobloch was going to handle it because this would have been an opportunity to go 11 and 7. He clearly isn't going to do that. He's going to go with the more traditional 12 and 6. I wonder if that's something that he will ever consider as the head coach because I do think there are points where it benefits the Oilers. I, I've never noticed any other teams do it. And maybe it's just because I wasn't aware of it until Woody came around, but now still don't really notice it as much. It'll be interesting. We talked about that on ONR, didn't we? Like, is that how often is that going to happen? And I guess it depends on what approach uh, Coach Garlic wants to go with. Does he want to have the physicality of Deane or does he want to have the, the offensive ability of a, a Philip Broberg? I also just don't think you can. Uh... I also don't think you can just call up Broberg and staple him to the bench either, right? Like you yeah. do need to have some sort of a rotation. So what is Knobloch, Coach Garlic, as you called him? Uh, what does he <laughs> see as a bigger benefit? 11 and 7 and just rotating DeHarnay and Broberg? Or does he is he comfortable sitting a Vinny DeHarnay for a game to make sure Broberg gets his minutes? I'm interested to see how he handles it. Ugh. Well, if, if Vinny's playing good enough to play in the lineup, then why are you forcing the issue? And also, by the way, everything's better with a little bit of garlic. Let's be honest here. Yep. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, but does Coffee feel more comfortable with a Broberg on his blue line than a Vincent Dehane? So that's, I think that's the layer of it. But well, if we're going back to playing to your strengths, you know, Vinny, stay back, make the simple play, yeah. be the tough, mean guy uh, that we need on the blue line and tough to play against. Uh, like if that's Coffee's approach, then that would be his approach to Dehane. We know we've got Broberg. There's a guy that's, that can skate and move the puck, but 
It's, he still hasn't put it together yet. Uh, he hasn't. You know, but like he shows flashes of brilliance, but in that flash, you still see a little bit of the cracks. Yeah, like that that turnover, which was his last game, his last shift since he yes. got sent down. To me, that showed a level of confidence in him. Dude, until the the, until, He's got confidence in his legs. Yeah, until the turnover, everything was good. And I don't think we've seen that often enough. Yeah. And to just go back to Woodcroft, that was one of his flaws. Or maybe it was Manson, one of the two of them, right? But like, Broberg played four minutes that game and then got sent down the next day. Yep. That doesn't show a level of confidence. If Broberg is to go into the lineup, whenever that may be, then Hoffy and uh, what's his name? Knobloch? Yep. Need to show him that he can go out and he can make an error and not get his... Well, but also to be fair, defense, that's right? situational. If Broberg did that on game two, he would have played more than four minutes. For sure. We're, we were getting into the must-win alley. And yeah, I suppose. Like that, like, so that's going to be treated way more critically than that. So you're not going to give him that 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 chance when we need to win a hockey game. Yeah, there's multiple layers to it too, right? Like we can go back to the mm-hmm. Bouchard thing again. It's just, but that was a Woodcroft error and this needs to be a new... new What's it called? But, sheet for everyone. Yeah, for everyone. It's, it's funny about advancing uh, uh, asking Brover or Bouchard to play Trevor because, like, it looked like he was trying to force the after the whistle stuff. You know? Yeah, a little bit. Like it, it, it didn't seem like genuine and heated, uh, and so that makes a lot of sense now. So, like, yeah, you put a lot of stress on a player when you're trying to get him to be something he's not. Mm-hmm. Tyler Me looks says, "What's the line set on what's his names from Liam on this show?" <laughs> I'm so bad with names. I'm uh, just gonna call him tough. Coach Garlic, but I was trying to, I was it's trying tough. to be respectful yeah. and call him his real name. Uh, well, I, I'm gonna fight not calling him Chuck Knobloch. Yeah, that's fair. Call uh, him what? Chuck Knobloch, baseball player. Okay. Captain Felton is in the chat. Hey. And he says, "Get Liam some sunnies." Uh, you packed a hat. You just opted hat. out of wearing it well, for the first bit of the show. It's always sunny at shirt for the giant. Yes, it is. Sun's it always shining is. down here. Um, so Ernie's gonna draw in tonight. No Broberg. I do think Broberg. Like again, if we're hearing talk that Coffee wants them to play up tempo, pass the puck, use their feet, use their speed. Broberg's a better fit to do that than Vinny DeHarnay. So I do wonder if they if they give him a good look at one point they here. Might, but also just to like. We now finally have a full... Re- like uh, Most teams carry seven defensemen. Yeah. Right? We and can swap guys in and out now. It's beautiful. So, like, like and that seven defenseman <laughs> doesn't play as often. So, like, yeah, you expect maybe in, in certain situations to see him and to see, you know, and, and see what Coffee can do with him, see what uh, Coach Garlic can do with him and kind of help furthering his development. Because maybe, maybe he was being told to be someone he's not. Yeah. yeah. Like, I, I don't know, but, like, it feels weird to be critical of Woody and Manson, but, mm-hmm. um, you know... We, we're moving on, so we have to look back at these things. Mm-hmm. So again, the expected fourth line tonight is Hamblin, Ernie, and Lavoie, which is interesting because it seemed, based on the videos Jason Greger was posting from practice yesterday, that Connor Brown was close. He was doing the three-on-three battle drills that they were doing, so I'm a little bit surprised that we haven't seen Connor Brown, or we aren't going to see Connor Brown draw back in in this hockey game, unless they're pulling out another regular. Like, are they maybe pulling out Derek Ryan for tonight's hockey game? Based on the skate, they're not. But again, I just thought maybe there was a chance that we'd see Connor Brown in this game. Apparently, that is not going to be the case. Yeah. Is that not similar to those, like, just calling up Broberg and pulling out Vinny? Yeah. You know, in a way. You're yeah. Right. I, you guys know me. I'm not the biggest Adam Ernie fan. But if he's in the lineup, to me, that just suggests that they don't have any other option. Yeah, I don't think they're actively choosing to dress Ernie over Brown. It feels like no. an availability thing. Um, mm. At least I would certainly hope not. Nuge Lover says, I feel like Brown draws back in for the road trip. Absolutely. Lance, our boy, says big dub incoming. Sam says we need to get Clowder on a hot streak really bad. And Clowder's just got to get a hunger. He's got to want to go to the net. He's got to subscribe a little bit to the Zach Hyman dojo a bit and just like... His perimeter play is phenomenal. It just attack the middle. Man. And he's fast as hell and he's got size. He just doesn't really know how to use it yet. We ta- we did a big thing with Bruce Kerlock on this yesterday and he just talked about how that's why Ryan McLeod was a second round pick, not a first round pick in his draft nope. year is because he didn't know how to play in the middle of the ice. And as a centerman, that's concerning. And as the more this year goes on and the more I see him being largely ineffective as a centerman, I think you'll always have a winger in him. And I think, I think his so game will probably get better if you play him just as a full-time winger. You're better to move Nuge to center and, and McLeod to the wing. Yeah, but the other issue is Nuge is probably better as a winger. He's 100% better as a winger. So, so now you're sitting here with a bunch of 
centers that are all better as wingers. We need a third line center. So we do. Big time. We need I Nick Bukestad back. I, yeah. It's actually kind of crazy how much of a hole he left. Yep. But, you know, he had a very good season. I just didn't think that they would miss him necessarily as much as, mm-hmm. as they have so far. But to me, that would be the biggest need at, at the deadline is... Well, actually, maybe not after seeing Jack Campbell, but we'll get to that, I'm sure. But like, well, he's we a Bakersfield condo right now, not an amateur. Is he? It might be a Fort Wayne, whatever they called now. He's a comet. Fort yeah. Wayne comet. Uh, Dave is in and said, Chuck, Chris, not Buck, <laughs> uh, said in his pregame media that Brown isn't ready, but they hope for him to draw in later. So there you go. Um, the Finning Cat YouTube chat is very active today. As always, the YouTube chat brought to you by and their big Black Friday sale that's coming up. It kicks off on November 20th. That is only five days away with savings on new and used and rental equipment. In addition, there will be deals on Finning's part and service department. November 20th to 24th, every day they drop a new deal and that deal stays for the whole week. So plenty of reasons to go check them out. Go to finningcat.com slash Black Friday or you can scan the QR code that is on your screen right now. So if you're watching on TV and you have your phone, you just gotta like do that and line it all up. There you go. Classic Tyler, always on his phone during the show. You know. I usually we're am, doing, yeah. We're doing a show, Tyler. But usually it's, yeah. it's for productive <laughs> reasons. I'm not just like scrolling Instagram aimlessly while you guys talk. That's a real life thing. I On real life, though, it's because we don't prep. And if I feel the conversation's <laughs> dying, I'll be like, shit, I need something to talk about. So I'll be like ripping through Instagram being like, what's going viral? Even like right his now? family group chat. Is that what you're trying to, you're trying to pull some... Well, maybe they actually, show prep. Come yeah, on. that's true. Um, that's true. Somebody yeah. asked why Adam Ernie over Lane Peterson. I'm pretty sure Peterson's still out. He didn't play last night in Calgary. Yeah, so I think Peterson's got to get some games under his belt before he plays in Edmonton. Yeah. Okay, we need to have a not fun conversation here because it's pretty Ooh. much all the chat is was talking about early on. Liam, can you tell me Jack Campbell's numbers so far in the American League? In three games, Jack Campbell is an 0-3 record and a 436 goals against average, along with an 819 save percentage. That is really bad. That is is bad at any level. That is especially bad for a $5 million goalie playing in the American League. I went back and watched the goals against last night. Did you? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's bad. And I don't know where this goes from here, but we might be hitting a bit of a breaking point. Olivier Rodrigue is getting the start tonight for Bakersfield. Not stunning. It's the second of back-to-backs. Um, but at some point, just rolling Jack Campbell out there is hurting Rodrigue's development. And it's hurting the Condor's chances of building up a winning program. Uh, I'm winning is the best way to build. Yep. is to develop, I think. You're going to build confidence throughout your organization if you have three good layers to it. Yep. And then when those players, whoever it may be, like you always have ball goal playing down there right now. Mm-hmm. And if he's losing every game, that's not going to help his development at all. And let's not forget that Olivier Rodrigue's a second round pick. Yeah. He's not some random guy that they just signed. Like they've invested a lot of time into this guy and he, he deserves to play. But also, how do you not just try and get Campbell going at the same time? It's such a such an awkward spot for the organization to be in. Oh man, this is such a mess. So I feel for Jack Campbell. And yesterday I tweeted I'm out. I'm losing my patience on feeling for him. It's got to be He tough. got his bag. He got his bag and I'm yep. happy for him there. Yeah. But so Ugh. a lot of people yesterday were tweeting out or tweeting to me when I said, where do you go from here? They said, could he just, is there a chance he retires? He's so miserable that he says, I'm done. There is zero chance he leaves $15 million on the table just to go retire and never play hockey again. That won't happen. No. So where do you go from here? I think for this season, there are actually a couple of interesting avenues. Remember last year. We need a call him up LTIR situation. I was thinking that too. Like, I wonder if his... Like, I'm pretty sure his groin's not good. No, Did actually, you not hear that? Well, or, I, he's got a bad groin. Where I was going with this on the human element, do you remember last year, Spencer Knight I was went into the player too. assistance program? He didn't have a substance issue. He had he OCD problem. Oh, no, yeah. Sorry. It, it, shouldn't it, say OCD problem, yeah. but like... He battles with OCD. He, ha- he was having mental health issues and he went to the player assistance program to get help with that. I look at Jack Campbell. This is a guy who has struggled between the ears. And I know that's like a weird way to put it, but you get what I'm saying. His mental game is, is not always, it's never been a strength for him. And right now I wonder about what he's going through. And if there's not something that he needs to get his hockey brain figured out before he can get his physical hockey side figured out and the results can start coming. I don't know the cap nuances. Usually when a player goes to the player assistance program, they're off the cap. 
But maybe there's something to be said where you just got to go to Jack Hamill and say, man, it's not happening this year. Yeah, And well, we yeah, think you need to go need, yeah. get your mind sorted out and then focus up in the summer and try to save your career then. Like there is a very talented athletic goaltender in that body. Yeah. Like that body, that's what that body is. And uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of weird to talk about, but um, yeah, I, you know, that, that and, that's a path. Tyler Mulek points out Slater Cuckoo. He was LTIR'd, right? Yeah. There was a mental health thing with him. He went on Luke Gazdick's podcast, the Mitts Off podcast, to talk about exactly that and everything he went through. Um, Oliver Shillington, another example, sat out the entire season last year for the Calgary Flames. So uh, someone said, you know, a doctor has to be willing to risk their reputation to sign off on a fake LTIR. It's I don't think fake. it's, it's uh, not fake. Yeah, if it like, has it's to very be genuine. Real. You're right. It can't be fake. Yeah. Um, so I... I wonder if that's not the next step here for the rest of the season. If you just have to go to him at some point, and maybe it's not for another three, four weeks. Maybe yeah. you keep playing well, him should, every it second game. Be, like, it should be him coming to it you, should. right? Yeah. You can't, you can't go to him on that. That's yeah. what I was thinking too. Like the Oilers can't make this decision. Jack Campbell has to make the decision that this is something he thinks he needs to do. And yeah. if not, hopefully you can figure it out because one, we pay him to be good, but also like it just sucks to see a player just so down in the dumps, like, and eventually, like you said, there's a human element side to all of yeah. this and you, you need him to, to get back to a certain level in all aspects. Yeah. And I mean, I, I understand what you're saying too, Jay, where like, this is a dude who's never going to have to work again in his life. Cause he got a massive ticket to play hockey. Yeah. Um, but like, uh, and that's really, you lose your patience in yeah. the sense of like, like the, the Jack Results Campbell project business. is, is over. Yeah. Um, um, just for comparison's sake, I think Cal, Peterson's the best one, right? To, in similar sure. senses. Uh, yeah, but a little, way less term. Less term. Yeah, just in the contract idea. Um, Peterson went down to Ontario last season and had a 9.04 in 40 games and a 2.88. So like, respectable numbers. Respectable least. American League numbers. Yeah. So he's got a long way to go. And as for this summer, um, it's buyout time. And I'll flash up the buyout here so everyone can get a decent visual of it. So obviously we know $5 million cap hit for this season and two more for Jack Campbell. If you buy him out this summer, it goes down to $1.1 million next year. You save 3.9. The next season it goes, it's a $2.3 million cap hit. So you're saving 2.7 year after that it's 2.6. So you save 2.4 and then it's three years of dead cap space at $1.5 million. Oh man, we just got to get out of the dead. Well, so the space. the tough balance here is like, we know no one's taking Jack Campbell off your hands. No, I don't think there's a Lucic for Neil trade out there. No. And I know some people floated that. It's easy to have, easier to have a five, six million dollar winger and bury him on your third or fourth line, find another team. Campbell for Huberto? <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> you can't hide a bad goalie. You can't play a bad goalie six minutes a night or healthy scratch him. That is straight up dead money. So if you're going to find a team, a San Jose or whoever, who's okay taking on that contract, you're giving up multiple A-plus assets. It's a first-round pick and a prospect to get out of that deal. If you retained 50%, is that more appetizing? Because then at least it's similar. You don't get the, as much savings in year one, but Long term. years Long two term. and three are similar. It's and still you savings, though. Yeah, it's still savings. I won... What, Dave, so let's let me float it this way. Let's say San Jose goes, we will take him at 50% retained, but you still got to give us a first round pick to do it. Do you do that or do you just buy him out? I, I would go on the, could it be three more years or what, two and a half? Yeah. And plus you would probably get... Then there's like the three years after that. Of dead cap space on the bio. Uh, but if you want 50%, you're right. It's three years or two and a half. Then yeah, that, that's what I mean. Oh, if, sorry. if you were to trade him. Yeah. So you trade a first round pick and say you trade, I don't know, whatever prospect. Are we getting Blackwood be. back? I was going to say, if they're selling, sending a goalie back and it's McKenzie you'd have to Blackwood, You'd have to put more into the deal. I probably would. I would sweeten that deal even more to get... And then we can say we're goalie. just paying. We can justify mentally so we can sleep at night. That we're just paying Blackwood five million here, and the thing about yeah. it too is, and his deals up quicker. We all said it's good that the others pay like seven million dollars for two goalies, right? Or eight million, whatever yeah. it is. Like you have two goalies you can trust. I think that's the deal you make rather than try and buy him out. I would one hundred percent do fifty percent retained a first, and maybe even another piece if they're going to give you Blackwood back at his yeah. cap. It. Well, there's got to be another piece. Yeah. Would yeah, that be a deal that happens for you this season then? Or because so Blackwood Ideally, yes, because we're all in yeah. now, right? Like everything needs to happen now. So Blackwood is 
2.35 million for this season and next season. 2.65? Three. 3.235. 2.35. Yeah, okay. So you're still saving whatever 110K to get a more reliable goalie. And actually, a first round pick might be enough there. Like your first this year might be enough to get that done. Is it get Blackwood to get Blackwood coming back though? Oh, uh, yeah. No, you're probably right. You need to know actually more. now established himself as an asset. This needs to be a trade. And they're going through full rebuild. Yeah. Build. They Maybe they'd more. be interested in Rodriguez in that deal too. And you just give them Campbell and Rodriguez and say, That's you, got a, you got a guy to get you through your rebuild. You yep. got a guy with upside and a first round pick. Give us Blackwood, help us out with the money, and we're Man, good. But I'd be ashamed if Rodriguez became something like. Yeah. That's why like, we got to get him in games now to see what we got. I know. Yeah, he's yeah. only played twice this season. But the thing is, though, like, we're in must-win. Like, yeah. We can't be... Yeah. That's the thing. We put ourselves in a situation where we can't tweak and kind of do any experiments right now. Yeah. It's so, just got to put the best roster that you have available to win every night. If this, this is a layer to it that they have to consider as well, if the Oilers continue to be bad, there is no point in trading Jack Campbell this season. Like, there's no point in giving up a first-round pick. Well, oh, yeah, your first-round yeah, yeah, yeah. pick might be a really good pick. Exactly. And if then, we're out of the playoffs, of course. Yeah, and then you have to think about, like, Fogel and those kind of guys, too, and then retooling for the year after. So yeah. this isn't something I think they should do much. Maybe they should do it, like, tomorrow. But if in, like, 20 games from now they're still thinking about it, then it's like, okay, we'll evaluate where you are. It, it is kind of shit or get off the pot time. We're like... yeah you need to either be entirely confident that your team's going to rebound here and that you can get five good starts in the next six weeks from Picard, Pickard, whatever the what hell we're saying. Well, the thing it? is that we haven't proven that we can ride Stuart Skinner hard and sound clip that if you want. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> like he hasn't like he, he, he hasn't proven that he's got that stamina yet to be like a 65 game goalie. And like, we need him to be at like playing at like a higher percentage of that with the remaining game. Yeah. So you need, we need that hedge. The most he's ever played in his career, he played 80 with the Lethbridge Hurricanes in 2017. That, that, was, with, that was with playoffs. That's, yeah. And they, I think they and won the that year. And so, like, yeah, like, what? He only had a 905 that season. Last season? Uh, he year. played 60 yeah. games in the regular season. That wasn't that good. He was a third round pick, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Patrick says it's better for Rodriguez to run with it in the AHL for his development. Yeah, I, I agree. Uh, Joey says, who says Roddy is worse than Blackwood? You don't know that. You, yeah. you don't know. You don't know what you don't know. Right. So like, if, but if we do have like a legitimate back to back night and we have to give Skinner, uh, Skinner a rest, like, why don't you like that? Like, why don't you try it? You're, you're still gambling with Pickard. Rodriguez has the better AHL save percentage. Yeah. yeah 968. Like He's the kids feeling it, man. It'll be it'll be telling tonight to see how good he is. Yeah. If he goes out and allows two goals against the Calgary Wranglers, you just put six pressure NHL goaltender. It's yeah. very it tells a tale. Um, I, I just had kind of one more point here on the idea of buying out Campbell versus trading him in a deal if you could potentially get a Mackenzie Blackwood, right? The UFA market this year is not that Bleak. good for goalies. It's incredible. Like uh, Cam Talbot, who I don't think you're looking at because he's old. Jeremy Swayman's an RFA. Boston's probably going to keep him. And then from there, like Carter Hart's an RFA, but that would cost you an arm and a leg in the Hockey Canada thing, like Frank said. So your other options at that point are like Wedgwood, Samsonov, Montembeau, Reimer, DeSmith, Morazic. Like again, none of these are guys that you're looking at and going, oh yeah, that inspires a ton of confidence. Maybe maybe a Kevin Lankin. We should have went all in on trying to pry Swayman out of Boston instead of signing. They should have figured this out like three years ago. Yeah. Like honestly. Like there was there was that one summer when there was a decent crop. I can't remember who kind of tiled the tiled it, but then they ended up just waiting three days, couldn't get anyone. uh, What's his name? Resigned Mike Smith, a bunch of what's who that you said you couldn't think of the oh, names. Yeah. Think of name. yeah, whoever it was. Yeah. And then the next season, that's when like Billy Huso went to Detroit for like a sixth round pick. Darcy Kemper goes to Washington. The other sign, Jack Campbell. It's like you had two summers there to figure this out. And then you cutting. But we had no cap space. Of- we still had to carry Miko. No, they had a lot of cap space because they didn't sign Mike Smith. And, and then the summer after they signed uh, Campbell. Like yeah. it's easy to look back in it. But in the moment, I was kind of thinking that too of like, do you 
could have probably sold this at a different time. Yeah, maybe. Uh, Mulek says, have we given up on Skinner being a number one? I haven't. No. I still think Stuart Skinner No, can. no, no, I haven't. But it's but just, it, we have to... In today's NHL, you need two. You need two guys. Yeah. And again, I don't think you can... I don't think Skinner and Pickard can get you into the playoffs. You're, there's going to be another point this season in all likelihood where Stuart Skinner has a bad stretch. And are you comfortable giving Pickard two to three games in a row during that bad stretch? I don't know if you are. When do you even play him? Washington? Like that's the only time I can, I've looked at the Washington schedule. Washington 7-1-1 one one in their last nine. They're hot. <laughs> okay, then. They are red yeah, Ever since Backy uh, backed out. You got you to gotta throw him in for one game. I wonder if they gave him like the matinee game in Tampa Bay. And then, well, it's like yeah. you go Jonas Ooh, Johansson or Matt Tompkins versus Kyle Pickard. I I don't see a game. I think that's the game I would throw him in. I get it, and it looks crazy. You're crazy, man. But no, I'd pick one of the. I'd pick the Florida. Uh, pick I, the Caps. We play good against the Caps. I'm just thinking so more of the quote that Skinner said the other day, where he's like, "I just need to be better than the other goal at the other end." Kyle Pickard can probably be better than Johansson or Matt Tompkins. And the Bolts are struggling right now. They only have yeah. six wins in 16 games this year. They've just been mooching an insane amount of loser points. <laughs> I think I have that stat, right? I know we're, again, we're a long ways away. I would away. love some loser points. Yeah, that yeah. Would, be, would be ideal. Except for tonight. Yeah, the Bolts have six wins in 16 games. They're six, six, and four. They've lost Frauds. three in a row. So maybe that is the spot you could do it. That's where I would go. So that would be this Saturday. Yeah. Is that on the road? Yeah, it's on the road because yeah. they, they're doing that whole former Southeast Division road trip of Tampa, Florida, Carolina. Right. You're going to Atlanta? Hey, maybe they'll swing by Atlanta. Was Washington in that division? Yeah, the Southeast, they used to call it because it was like a bad Washington team, right? Yeah. Um, Carolina. Atlanta. Atlanta was terrible pretty much all the time. Tampa at that point, that would have been the Stamkos years and all would, of that when they were just drafting them. They were bad. Would Winnipeg have been in that division for one year when they came into the league? Uh, oh, they, they were. There was some kind of crossover year, wasn't there? Yeah. 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 There was a weird hybrid year. <laughs> yeah. Long travel year. Classic. Especially without an airport. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Going back uh, to the YouTube chat here. King McTwist. I'd trust Pickard over Campbell any game. Yeah. I, I think probably everyone's in that one. Uh, Christopher Palmer never bet against Tampa. Oh. Guitar Maniac, our boy, says a win tonight and the playoffs are back. So let's talk a little bit more about tonight's hockey game. It is a Sherwood Ford Giant Game Day edition of the show brought to you by their service and parts department, which is like just over there, right just a little us. down the hall. Um, it is engaged in the season. It is selling winter tires, winter rims, mountain balance, wheel alignments. There's a lot you need to do. There's no snow yet on November 15th, but it's coming, but it's coming and you it's need to coming. be prepared. Um, they also have a tire quote tool on their website. So you can go in and you can punch in exactly what you need. And then their giant discounted tire deals just pop up on the screen for you. Shout out Sherwood Ford. Um, tonight's game, it's a Kraken team that the Oilers traditionally play very well against. Six and two all time against the Kraken. They're coming off a win against them. The Kraken are stumbling four, four and two in their last 10. This is an incredibly, incredibly, incredibly winnable hockey game for the yes. Oilers. Their power play is heating up. That's looking good. Their goaltending is heating up. That's looking good. And last game, we saw Connor and Leon finally awaken from their slumber. There are a lot of reasons to believe in this team tonight. Yes, that was such a reassuring win. Even though like that first pair is a little bit weird. Like you still like how they were playing. It's like you didn't have a doubt. Yeah. And like that's how you felt last yeah. year. So like that was like for me, like felt like it was just good to have that feeling again because those guys were buzzing. Like if like that's that's Oilers hockey. Mm. So if if that is now the new norm, this is this is this is the bingo card night, right? Like this is the free space in the bingo card. You whoop the kraken and you go on this road trip buzzing. Yeah, I think last game the relief and the belief came when Leon was the one who scored the first goal of the game, right? The mm. one, especially right before yeah. when he tried he tried to do that move and just missed. Yeah, I think from that point onwards, it was like, okay. The Oilers, are, this is their game to to lose. And even when it was tied one one. Never felt like the Islanders were much of a threat mm -hmm. to them. And maybe that's just Islanders hockey at the end of the day. But right now you have a great opportunity to go against the Seattle team who probably has as bad as goaltending as what you've had this season. Like, are they going with Grubauer or the court or Drieger or Martin Jones? Or is 
Drieger. <laughs> Martin Jones is no longer a cracker. Is he not a cracker? I don't even think Drieger is. Oh, let's, uh, no, Martin Jones is in the Leafs system right now. Uh, let's get to your starting goalies yeah, in your yeah. lineups. It is expected to be Joey Decord going mm-hmm. for the Seattle Kraken. A He's goalied us before. Yeah, 289 goals against average, a 903 save percentage. Oh, must be nice. So the 27-year-old veteran will get a start here in Edmonton. Um, we will see. The Oilers have been starting to look more dangerous. Joey Decord doesn't strike a ton of fear into me. I know it's the Oilers. You can't take any goalie lately. Um, but we'll see what we get out of this. Seattle Kraken also very similar to last Saturday's game. Like They are banged up. Mm-hmm. Jordan Everly is still not in the lineup. They're missing yeah, a couple of other brutal. key pieces. Um, so, oh, it looks like Jordan Everly actually might be skating. That's that surprising. Good. It's good news for Very him personally. And again, that's a gruesome injury. Uh, so your expected lines, courtesy of daily face-off. Paneers with McCann and Everly, if he's healthy. Uh, Wenberg with Schwartz and Tanev. Gord with Tolvanen and Bjorkstrand. Pierre-Edouard Bellamar with Tyler Yamamoto and Ty Cartier. The D pairings are Vince Dunn with Adam Larson. Jamie Alexiak with Will Borgen. And Brian Dumoulin with Justin Schultz. A pair of former Penguins there. And then Andre Burakovsky is still uh, the one big name that they will definitely not have tonight. So they're not 100% healthy. They're not a great road team. They're struggling as of late. Again, reasons to believe here. Reasons to believe. Yeah, no, we have to smell blood in the water and we have to put out a real solid effort similar yeah. to what we did against the Islanders. Um, you know, it was very weird for them. Like, it was very important to get that one in Seattle, but it was very weird that we did it without a Connor Leon point. So like the fact that those guys are firing last game, if they can continue that on into tonight's game, like the Kraken will be able to sustain that. Like, we basically beat him yeah. with just Zach Hyman. Um, yeah. The fact that those guys were going like, like to go back to last game, like it was the it was how Leon Dreisaitl uh, scored that goal, which yes. was important to me. And I also love the fact, like everyone's like, oh, like that was kind of a greasy goal by Connor. Like it wasn't. It wasn't yeah, like that was his patented shot. Like like kind of uh, like on 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 the rush, kind of that sliding kind of five hole. He might have raised it a little bit, and that's why it kind of had a ping pong its way uh, through. But like. That was all by design. So, like, that was a good goal for Connor to see the fact that he can go and do that again. So, like, so many positives. Those guys, like, gotta they gotta get back to their heart caliber performances. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I still believe they can be back. Like, each of them could be in the running once they get get on those heaters. But those guys start heating, and everyone else starts playing the way like they did. Like, we like, like this is gonna be a fun sixty nine games. Nice, thank you. Uh, Daniel yes. Nugent Bowman did confirm that Jordan Eberly will play tonight for the Seattle Kraken. They also Happy got, to hear that. They also yeah, got Tanev back from the last time the Oilers played them. So again, couple of couple of bodies back, still missing Burakovsky. I love Jordan Eberly. Yes, but if I'm an Edmonton Oiler, I know where my stick's going. On Jordan Eberly, remind him that he hurts in a certain area. Jay, he got his leg cut with a skate. <laughs> I know. I don't think you need to do that. You got to throw him off his game. Whatever <laughs> it takes. Whatever it takes. Jordan, I love you. But we need to... And maybe you're a sneaky deadline ad. At that point, we I would say that. stop targeting the leg. <laughs> uh, all right. There no, you go. Those sorry, are... no shame, right then? Did he mm-hmm. play when you guys were there? Yeah. Yes. How was he? Uh, extremely unnoticeable. Yeah. yeah. It was kind of like you really had to sit there and be like, oh, damn, I forgot I can watch Shane Wright. <laughs> and like, oh, yeah, he's on the ice now. There you go. And he's off the ice and he's nothing such happened. such a weird prospect. <laughs> what? So, yeah, very weird prospect. Might be overrated. Um, all Very right. good junior player. Those are your game notes brought to you by not only Short yeah. the Giant, where we are right now, but just down the road, Liam, in the heart of Short Park by Millennium Place. It. Seriously? I think is that the roof? No, that's not the roof. If you stand up. Oh, boy. Liam, that's just a, that's just a warehouse. It's the black building. Oh, man. Yeah, I think that's true. Oh, yeah. Okay, it Liam is, is right. Rock Do roll. not question Liam's knowledge of <laughs> Sherwood Park. I hope you all enjoyed that visual of Liam and I standing up on the stream. On the stream. You see any uh, belly buttons? Any, uh... A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax and think about work you really really want it all to work out while you're away 
Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I wasn't paying attention. I'm wearing a nice fitted hoodie today. Uh, But anyways, Sherwood Power Sports and Marine is opening up down there. That is a very nice looking sleek black exterior, 91,000 liter test pool. So whether you're looking for a pontoon boat or anything on the water, when you go there, you can test it all out. Get in the mix a little. Just chuck it in the pond. Chuck it in the pond. Fire it up. Uh, it's opening February 2024, 371 Lakeland Drive in Sherwood Park. Sherwood Power Sports and Marine. It's a friends at Sherwood Ford and Free Spirit Power and Marine who have been around since 1985. They're wow. merging and creating free uh, Sherwood Power Sports and Marine. It's going to be cool. That they also, cool. they're going to have something like when you go to get your boat service that you just like drive up and they handle everything for you. It'll be very cool. It'll be very cool. Um, All right, Liam, it is a Wednesday on the show. And the new thing we do on Wednesdays is uh, we play your... your, My game. Yeah, what do we call it? Liam's game. Liam's game. (laughs) Liam's mystery oiler. (laughs) Sure. And what we have on the line today is... So do you have two players again? We have two. Okay. Uh, So here's what we're going to do. Okay. We'll use the easy one as a bit of a warm-up. The appetizer. Yeah. And then... If you answer correctly, we'll say maybe the first three people to answer correctly on the hard one, they're going to be entered in a draw to win a $25 Nation Gear gift card. Okay. Let's... Uh, Do we get to play? Oh, yeah, we get oh to play. yeah. Well, you guys are kind of the main main targets on this, I guess. Okay. So the Liam's first game. one... Here we go. Round yeah. one. Here we go. I played 1,337 games in the NHL, scoring 1,420 points. Oh, jeez. I played for seven yes, different I know NHL teams. Am I allowed to say it? Not yet. Oh, okay. I only played one season for the Edmonton Oilers. Oh, I do not know. I was undrafted, and my first oh, year in it. the NHL was 1985. Oh, I don't know it. <laughs> so this is the easy one. This is... I, I thought so. Uh, there is one more clue, but I'll let you guys have a think. One first. year for the Oilers, drafted, undrafted. Undrafted. First 85. year was 1985. Played college hockey at RPI, I think. That's I think I know who it is. One season. How many games? For the Oilers? Yeah. Uh, I think it was like 60. Was he a uh, mid-season kind of signing? Nope. Or, no. Full year. Ah, shit. This is easy? Oh. I think I thought this one was easy. I thought you were. I thought you were. I thought you were uh, starting with Paul Coffey stats. Oh no! And I was like, oh, okay, I, no, this I makes sense. That's easy. These players only played from two thousand uh, to today. Someone guessed Ned. Tyler Mulek. Yeah, someone guessed Nedved. Tyler Mulek guessed Bernie Nichols. So did S and P. Uh, Talon and a bunch of other people guessed Adam Oates. Nils no, Jacob said Linus Omark. No, that was my question. My line of question was for Adam Oates. Bernie Nichols makes sense, but. I keep forgetting he he might have only played one year. Might yeah. have two. I'm going to say Bernie mm-hmm. Nichols is my guess. Would you like the final clue before sure. you make yes. it? Yeah. I was inducted into the Hockey Hall of Fame in 2012. Oh, it's not Bernie Nichols. Uh, shit. So then I'll say my answer is Oates. Okay. Jay, do you have a Well, guess? this is where, because Adam Oates was not, he was signed in the season. And that's why I was asking. That was very important to me. But he was signed in the season. He didn't. He was not signed starting. Uh, he wasn't oh. signed prior to the season. So then it is Adam Oates. Yeah, the answer is Adam yeah. Oates. So like the stats were lining up. He was All signed right. like ten or twenty games in. Okay, so they like oh, saved the season. That save was our season. easy one, and now <laughs> this is this is the difficult one. This is so Liam's game, ladies and gentlemen. I think this one's difficult. Okay. More difficult. And remember, first three people to get it right in the chat are going to be entered into a draw. Yes. To uh, to win themselves a twenty five dollars. So the last comment I'm fair. seeing here is. Lance Kane. So everyone yep. from Lance Kane down. Yep, let's do it. I played college hockey for St. Cloud State. Okay. I played games across three seasons for the Edmonton Oilers. I never scored a goal in the NHL 
but had 40 goals for the Bakersfield Condors. My final season in the NHL was 2021. There is one more clue, but I can't give it to you. I might need to. Can you recite those again? Yes. Sorry, I was going down give the path of them. two different people. And then <laughs> I played college hockey for St. Cloud State. Okay. I played games across three seasons for the Edmonton Oilers. I never scored a goal in the NHL, but I had 40 goals for the Bakersfield Condors. In one season or total? Uh, total. I think it was across three seasons too. My final season in the NHL was 2021. I think I know who it is. Okay. And I think someone's got it right in the chat already. Okay. Oh my God. Man, I have a hard time believing this guy popped home 40, but I think he was the St. Cloud State guy. So <laughs> yeah, I'll let you roll that. I don't know. I was going to say it, Ryan. Well, let me just see. But that's not right. <laughs> I think there are now two people who have gotten let's it right. Let me, in the think, chat. let me think. Let me okay. think. It is not Ty Ratty. He scored a goal in the NHL. And he got Kim called up. Ooh. Now there's a couple of guys. Okay. There are three. We're getting some multiple answers. I'll, I'll say, is it Patrick Russell? Okay. Do you have a guess? You played St. Cloud State? I think so. I think Danish. he came over from Denmark. Yeah. Shout out BC. Man, I'm racking my brain on this. <laughs> Would you like the final clue? Yes, Jay? yes. I am from Denmark. <laughs> <laughs> it is Patty Russell. Patrick Russell. <laughs> All right, Liam. So the three people who got it right first, uh, we got Bashan twelve six six. Well done, good job, Bashan. Uh, we got Talon, Talon Halfso. He's got it, and then Dangerous Wade is uh, the third one in there as well. Talon and Dangerous Wade. Yeah, Talon, Dangerous Wade. Impressive. And Bashin twelve six six. So, do you want these people to email us or what? Email. We gotta do a draw. Oh yeah, do a draw. Oh, and then yeah. email Tyler. Okay. Do Let you me, have a little wheel you could do? I can grab one. I'm just learning how to spell right. Bashin. All right. Well, B A S H A. What was the Talon, Talon, and Dangerous Wade. Okay. There you go. Circle. There you go. Liam's game today is brought to you by <laughs> another game that we like to play, and it is the Wendy's Daily Face Off Survivor Pool. It's I'm better at that game. I game. thought you would be better at this game, though, to be fair. I thought so. Well, because he threw me off. I had yeah. Adam Oates, and I, was, I had a line, and, and so I had Adam Oates. The second one, I had a tough time thinking Patrick Russell went to an American college, uh, but, you know, it's a standard practice that yeah. people from all over go to college. So should I do it? Yeah, you do it while I tell people that they should be downloading the Wendy's app before they go get lunch today, and they should be trying the new barbecue bacon cheeseburger. It is absolutely delicious. I have had it twice now in the last two weeks, and I feel no shame about that at all because it is that good. Um, I spun our, it. You spun it? Yeah. Yeah. Where is Dangerous Wade? Dangerous Wade. Dangerous Wade. <laughs> uh, Dangerous Wade, shoot me an email, tyler at oilersnation.com. Say, I am the winner, and I will get you set up with a $25 GC to Nation Gear. And make sure you tune in next Wednesday for another edition of Liam's game. Mystery Oilers game yes. brought to you by Wendy's and the Daily Face-Off Survivor game. I like that we're doing that. It's max confusion in terms mm. of the ad, but it, it somehow well, makes that's sense. Why I went game respects name. game. Game respects yeah. game. There we go. <laughs> uh, all right. Nation vacation talk. Oh, the Oilers are starting to maybe heat up a little bit, Jay. Maybe a catalyst. <laughs> maybe a catalyst. You're not going to want to miss out on our nation vacation. We are heading out to Phoenix, February 18th to 20th, which is the family day long weekend as well. So you don't, you only have to take one day off work to join this one. Right? Yeah, because we come back Tuesday morning. Come back Tuesday morning. Flights, hotel, hockey, you get it all brought to you by Alberta Blue Cross and their travel insurance, ab.bluecross.ca slash travel to learn more. There's only one thing better than sitting around talking about memories. It's going out making new ones. We've been sitting around talking a lot about how much fun we had on the Seattle trip. And I'm already looking forward to the Arizona trip. We really accomplished a lot in Seattle. We I, did. I've heard the tales. Dave's chicken. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I got, uh, I got uh, catfished. I guess some would say location catfished. But happens to the best of us. And Liam will be joining us in Arizona. I as will well. be in Arizona. We could yes. play Liam's game in person. That would be very fun. Maybe I'll do it. Are we doing a watch party or anything like that? Uh, they don't play the night before, I don't think. If they do, we will be. Okay. We'll have to check we'll, the schedule. We'll find a way to get me on the mic. I know they play Arizona before, but I don't think it's right before. Okay. Oh, no, sorry. They're playing Arizona. Okay. I think they play Vegas soon. So there's someone named Troy in the chat that is saying that they should have won the game. But Troy, your first guess was Tyler Arneson. <laughs> it went Bash oh, and Patty Russell. 
Daki said Kevin Gravel or Kevin Gravel, depending on how you want to say it. <laughs> JP said Ratty, the answer. Fico said Joey Benick. I don't know who that is. I don't know who that Ooh, is. Lean said Toby Rita. Then yeah, Troy said Ty Arneson. You can't just you can't just throw out four guesses and expect to be winning the game. Come on That's now. True. Come on now. Liam's game has moral rules. Yeah. yeah. Just just play next week, Troy. Yeah. We'll do it again next week. We'll have another $25, uh, $25 to Nation Gear on the line. If you want to see what's happening on Nation Gear or if you want to buy into the Nation Vacation, head to nationgear.ca now. Uh, all right. DoorDash menu for tonight. It's actually a relatively small NHL slate in uh in this one, which is always nice. I kind of like when the Oilers play on small slates and then it's a big slate the next night because then there's just more hockey to choose from. There's always something to watch. When the Oilers play, I'm always dialed into the Oilers game. I miss all the other games. I would like to say something about this schedule today. Okay. Great job, NHL. Oh, wow. You have four games that start at four different times. What do we got, Tyler? I think I just hit an applause button. Okay. Four games that start at four different times. All relatively good matchups with, with headlines. You have Carolina Flyers, a, a conference, Eastern Conference matchup. Oilers Kraken, the Jordan Eberle revenge game. Yes. Ducks Avalanche. Ducks, weirdly one of the hottest world teams beaters. The, the cardiac quacks. They keep having all <laughs> these crazy third beard comebacks. And then you have the Islanders and Canucks, which is the Bo Horvat return. Oh, yeah. Bo Horvat's return. Great job. Them. Great slate. It's good schedule. And all like by that. design. Yes. And I like that the Oilers start at 6.32. That's a oh, that's nice. quality I, start time. Yeah, that's uh, that's real nice. Is it a national TV game in the States? No, it's not. Sportsnet. Sports well, it should be. When it's a small slate, it should just be all eyes on Connor. Yeah. And Leon. Uh, and and then, yeah, tomorrow it's back to a big slate. Uh, NBA action tonight. Nothing wild going on, although the Raptors are taking on the box. Raptors, Liam, you told me when I told you to give me a 60-second NBA preview, you said the Raptors were going to be junk. Yeah. And while I don't think they've been great, have they, they're 500, five and five. They haven't been junk. They will fall off a cliff soon enough. They are plus one and a half tonight against the Lions, one and a half against Milwaukee. Against Milwaukee? But yeah. Milwaukee don't play defense. Yeah, that's a good point. So that's, uh, that's not very good of them. There you go. The menu is way better than them. The menu in the sporting world tonight is delivered by DoorDash for a limited time. Our Canadian listeners can get 25% off and zero delivery fees on their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter this promo code at the top of your screen, Nation25. See what's going on in the chat. Troy says he just wants a win tonight for the Oilers. Me so too, he's, Troy. he's not beefing with us about the controversy surrounding your game. <laughs> he just wants he just wants to see the Oilers get a win tonight. I'm with you, buddy. Uh, Christopher Palmer, 5:30 pre-gaming with Boardsy and who? Probably going to be me. Yeah, that's I'm what going to the game most tonight, so. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, me oh. and uh, McMullet are going. Oh, McMullet meetup date with yeah. McMullet. Hell yeah. So Liam and McMullet going to the game. You lucky son of a Lots of photos, please. Yeah, McMullet so was in the chat here for a little yeah, bit, too. Sure. I hope you guys have a great time. I hope we do. Well, we will have a great time. And we then will. make sure you wave to my dad because you can see him. He's like one section <laughs> to your left and like four rows up from McMullet. So wave at my dad, all right? I'll give him a, I'll give him a wave. Okay, thank you. Every goal. <laughs> Look at what's your wave approach. Okay. Big arm wave. <laughs> yeah, some good elbow <laughs> movement in there. Uh, I thought you would... Daniel Anderson says, should the Oilers claim the guy that is on waivers earlier today? The Columbus Blue Jackets placed Emil Bemstrom on waivers. 24-year-old Swede uh, has three goals in 12 games already this year. Shoots <clears throat> right. Little undersized, though. He's, I mean, he's six foot, 190. So he's kind of an average size. Probably winger. has abs. Is he better than Adam Ernie? I mean... He's yeah, got 29 goals yes. in 184 games. He's probably not a significant enough upgrade to use a roster spot on him. So, no. The Oilers have five more contracts to use, though. They only have 45 contracts. I know, but do you want to, yeah, like to keep them on your active roster? We you don't gotta, have cap space. Yeah, I'm not interested. In Wave Ernie. Wise Kyle says he saw you at the game last time. I'm, I'm pretty sure we had a conversation. I, I think that's who it was. You just know you talked to someone, didn't catch their name? Well, we definitely spoke. We spoke while I was waiting for my slice of Roni pizza. Slice of Roni pizza. All right. Uh, it is a game day here, a Sherwood Ford Giant game day, live from Sherwood Ford the Giant. There's like a little billboard here. The Sherwood Ford Giant Advantage, market value pricing, technology meets common sense. All of those sound amazing to me, and they should sound amazing to you as well. But since it is a game day, boys, we need to do our game day betting challenge brought to you by Betway. <laughs> AB, if you could flash Why up the standings. Laughing? I just... <laughs> 
<laughs> we'll find out. We'll find out. Did you lie. not like that I went full Ron Burgundy and just read a poster that was in front of me? Is that not? Uh, well, I was looking for the poster and I couldn't see it. And it's right there. But uh, I was I was laughing at Jay. And we'll see why in a second. <laughs> He's trying to get out of a hole. <laughs> That's not even yeah. it. I'm trying to manifest what we need our boys to do. All right. Here is your game day betting challenge. Liam, you are first on the graphic. You are leading this challenge plus 0.9 units on the year. You are going with the Darnell Nurse shot prop. The Darnell Nurse shot prop. Yeah. Over two and a so half. So he doesn't think the Oils will win. Plus, <laughs> plus 125. He's hitting like five straight. Daryl's on a run right now. Whether you like it or not, people, he's earning that paycheck. He is. He, he, and he's throwing a lot of pucks at the goalie's chest, which I respect. But if they had Those more traffic, rebounds. If, he, if they had yeah. more traffic, some of them actually he's might be doing his in. job. He's yeah. getting pucks to the net. Getting yeah. pucks to the net. Uh, I'm going to go Oilers money line and Leon dry sidle two plus points. Mm-hmm. Connor and Leon starting to heat up. Power play starting to heat up. Kraken giving up some goals as of late. Why not? Give me that. Plus 200. Pretty juicy. So if I get it, it's going to go a long ways in helping me get out of this hole. Jay, <laughs> if your bet hits tonight, you might, you will probably win the challenge for the year. Like, I don't just, think that, either of us could possibly I'll just you. go back to betting shot props. Here's the thing. We always used to talk about like if the Oilers had an off night, yep. uh, Connery mad and he'll go supernova. He has not gone supernova yet this year. That is true. We are due for a su- a supernova Connor. He got that goal last game. He's feeling it. Leon's feeling it. It's just we're playing the Kraken. It's just if we're gonna do it, if it's if he's going supernova, it's tonight. And he is there is so many players in the NHL that have more goals than him right now. It's like crazy. a lot. And I think I'm gonna go back and say it. Connor's probably pissed about that. Mm-hmm. Supernova Connor tonight, Connor Hattrick, plus a million. Let's go. Did you did you see the odds? No. <laughs> Didn't need to. 28 to 1. <laughs> so uh, you're down five units. You're gonna nail this and be up 23 units <laughs> be nice. on the year. And it will be more or less impossible for Liam and I to get you. But this is go the rest of the year betting like minus four hundred bets. This goes just coast. Yeah, this goes back with hashtag bet with your heart. Asterix responsibly. Yeah. Uh, and I think, you know, it's, it's, it's good to feel good again. Yeah. Do we not yep. feel good again last I'm night? Like, well, you know, this is going to be now a three game heater that we go through. Obviously earn, not given. We have to go put in the work to do it. Yeah. But Connor and Leon are coming. So probably Leon two and a half plus points and Connor Hattrick are both really attractive and smart bets tonight. I hope, uh, I hope my C's with Mick Mullet, uh, good access to, no, you're right in the corner. Well, I'll be throwing it down and then someone else can throw it for me. Throw it to the left yeah, and then over. That, that works, yeah. right? Like or if you could it maybe pra- do some practices in the parking lot here, try to bend it. Yeah, you're going to need a 97 shooter to pass it to. What's that called? The want- Wanted? Is that what it was? Where they bend the ball? Oh. With uh, yeah, 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 yeah. McAvoy and Angelina Jolie. Yeah, like, like this or something. Yeah, like bend the bullet. All right. Well, that was weird. Uh, there you go. Shout out to Betway 19 plus. Please play responsibly. Get in on the action tonight. Oilers and Kraken. Sherwood Ford giant game day edition of the show. Edmonton looking for a third straight win. I told myself I would not get excited until they get a five game winning streak. I, would I know. Not, I know. But I would it's... not get fired up. I would not declare this team back or anything. But and the fact that it's November 15th and I'm looking at the NHL standings. I know. I did. There too. will come a point in the season where if you don't start jumping teams, the task just becomes insurmountable. Last night was not a good night for us. No, but even if you're within spitting distance points wise, if there's five teams between you and the last playoff spot with a month to go, like you're hooped. Like you, in today's NHL with the loser point, you'll never do Ten that. 10 game here solves all, man. If you win tonight in regulation, you are all of a sudden just two points back of the Kraken with two games in hand. That's a nice spot to be in. Also, a win tonight would be jumping Nashville and jumping Chicago. So you could get a lot of work done tonight with a victory. I know it's jumping depressing. Chicago. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Mildly concerned. I'm, I'm not scoreboard watching yet, but I'm sta- I'm standing watching. Okay. Like I'm looking at the standings. Well, okay, there. What are they? Who's the last wildcard team right now? Arizona. Uh, St. Louis at 17 points. Oh, St. Louis. Yeah. So we're eight mm. points back at the final playoff spot right now. All right. Well, 
Win tonight makes it six. And the others would be four, yeah. five, just, and one in the last ten. Just head. Yeah, that, that, that actually's got a nice ring to it. It doesn't sound bad. We just got to put our head down here. We yep. just got to put our head down and stack the dubs. Easier said than done. But if there's a team that can do it, it's the Edmonton Oilers. All right. Big, big shout out to Star Mechanical, Alberta Blue Cross, DoorDash, Betway, and Sports Closet. Of course, Sherwood Ford, the giant, for hosting us today. For our live show. Yes. It was a lot of fun. Always good to be out at the dealership. And I think next time we do one of these live on location, or maybe a couple of times from now. Back in that F-150 Tremor. That would be cool. We have talked about doing that. Would be very neat. But also, we're probably going to do one live at Short Power Sports and Marine. Oh, sweet. Oh, in a boat. <laughs> that has also been discussed. Sorry, am I spoiling the... Am I spilling the beans? No, you're not spilling the beans, but you're talking about some ideas that have been brought up. Liam and I in a boat talking Oilers. That would be objectively hilarious. I don't like being in the water, but I will be on the water. Okay. You don't swim. This is a guy who grew up on an island. Don't we all grow up Surrounded by water. Amen. (laughs) Never went in. Actually, I remember once I went in the water. I was in Wales and I was a young... Means these in Wales. I was a young boy and this just goes to show how dangerous the ocean can be. I was on my bodyboard, just hanging out, playing in the water. And all of a sudden, my, my dad comes running down the beach. And I'm like, what the heck? And I had like floated so far down the beach There's that I, I had no idea. Right? You got to be careful. You got to respect the ocean. Yes, respect the ocean, despite your age. Despite your age. <laughs> Thanks, Liam. No worries. That's a really good life lesson to pass along to wrap up uh, to wrap up today's show. <laughs> uh, shout out to everyone who was active in the Finnegat YouTube chat as well. You guys were great. I also love when people just randomly start throwing in their score predictions. So let's go around the horn. What do you think happens tonight, boys? 4-1 Oilers. 6-2 Oilers. I'll go right in the middle, kind of you guys. I'll say 5-2 Oilers is uh, the final tonight. 6-30 puck drop pre-gaming with Boardsy. Kicks off at 5-30 and then Oilers Nation after dark immediately following the hockey game. You got to be subscribed if you want those notifications. So hit the like button, hit the subscribe button, and we'll chat with you later tonight on pre-gaming with Boardsy.